0: Hey, friends, my name is Becky Kopitsky, and this is the Inspired Business Podcast, where we talk all about how to earn a God honoring income from your creative work so that you can serve more people in less time and sustain your message financially. In this show, you'll discover smart and biblically sound strategies for growing your reach, promoting your content, honing your craft, and building a business that's based on your top priorities of family and faith. Together, we're going to boost your influence and your income so you can keep changing the world one conversation at a time. I am so glad you're here. Well, hi there, everybody. We're going to do something fun today. Let's start off today's episode with a little quiz. Here's your first question. A sales funnel is A, the plastic cup you use to pour engine oil into your car. B, fried batter topped with powdered sugar. Or, C, the journey you take a prospective customer through in order to discover and purchase your product? And the answer is C. A sales funnel is a journey. It's typically an automated journey involving web pages and emails that you can create for a prospective customer to introduce them to your product and then motivate them to buy. So, okay, here's our next question What does CTR stand for? CTR. Option A chocolate-topped raspberries, B, click-through rate, or C, computer technology is ridiculous? Well, the answer is B. A click-through rate is the percentage of people who click on a link. So finally, here's our last question in our quiz for today. If I were going to ask someone to give me their email address in exchange for a free offer, I would need to create A, a lead magnet, B, an escape plan, or C, a margarita? The answer is A, a lead magnet. Followed closely by C, depending on the kind of day you're having, a lead magnet is the process of offering something for free as an incentive to get a person to sign up for your email list. Now, if you knew the answer to all of those questions, then congratulations, you are a tech whiz. If you knew none of the answers, though, congratulations. You are on your way to becoming a tech whiz, because I truly believe anybody can learn digital marketing technology if they want to. If you've ever felt dumb or frustrated around the technical aspects of running your online business or ministry, here's the truth. You are not dumb. You are capable of learning the tech and running it yourself. But the question we really need to ask is, do you want to? Do you want to spend your time on technology learning curves and troubleshooting? Do you enjoy that part of the process or does it suck the life out of you? Here's a principle that I stand on here at The Inspired Business. Technology should never be an obstacle to getting your products or services out into the world. Technology should make your job easier, not harder. I find there are two types of digital product creators and marketers, let's say generally speaking. First, it's the ones who handle all the technical aspects themselves. And number two, the ones who hire it out. Either way, technology is a necessary part of the process. But whether or not it falls to you to manage that technology, that's a decision that you get to make for your business. So today, we're going to talk about some pros and cons of do-it-yourself DIY tech versus outsourcing. Should you learn to handle all the tech aspects yourself, or should you hire somebody else to do them? That's what we're talking about here. So first, let's unpack the DIY option. Here are some pros of do-it-yourself technology. First of all, it's more efficient. When you know how to run your own tech platforms, You don't need to wait for someone else to fit you into their schedule before you can move ahead with any given task. And this is especially true if we're talking about a platform that you are using regularly, like your email tool or your blog site. You save a lot of time by being able to log into your tools and just take care of the job yourself. So that's first. Secondly, it's cheaper. Theoretically, it's cheaper. But notice I didn't say it's more cost effective because outsourcing can also be cost effective when you have a plan to cover the fees. And we'll talk more about that a little bit later. But in general, if you don't want to spend money, then DIY is the cheapest route because you won't have to incur the costs of hiring someone else. But do keep in mind the time it takes to learn and to run the tools yourself because time is a commodity, just as dollars are. And then number three, the pros of doing it yourself is it's empowering. When you know how the tech works, you'll know better how your business works. Online sales and marketing is so closely tied to technology tools, you're gonna have a much clearer understanding of your business as a whole when you have that firsthand knowledge of the tech. And even if you decide to outsource later down the road, it helps tremendously to speak the same language as the person you're hiring when you understand it. So whether you DIY or you outsource, I do think that we can't escape a need for at least knowing the technology at some level. You'll be better able to manage your outsourcing when you know exactly what they do and how they do it. Okay, now let's talk about the cons of do it yourself. First of all, the learning curve can be time consuming and sometimes frustrating. But if you look at the learning phase as an investment in your business long-term, it's well worth the time and the effort. And I say this as somebody who used to outsource everything because I didn't want to bother learning the tech. It was all too overwhelming for me, which is so funny because now this is what I teach on. But until I worked with a coach who basically forced me to build my own lead magnet... I didn't realize that it was actually easier than I thought and more enjoyable than I expected. I discovered through that process that it really wasn't so hard. It wasn't so intimidating after all. And it was fun. Digital marketing is actually an amazing creative outlet. So if you love to create content, you might be surprised how much you enjoy creating things like sales pages and email sequences. You just have to be willing to take a stab at learning how. So number two, the cons of learning it yourself is ongoing maintenance is also time-consuming. So if you're gonna DIY your tech, realize that you're gonna have some ongoing maintenance and it's gonna take time because you're the one who's responsible for it. Even once you become a whiz at operating your tech platforms, there's a lot involved in doing the daily or the weekly tasks of things like email marketing or blogging or podcasting or creating and analyzing sales pages and things like that. And then related to that is con number three of doing the tech yourself. It's that it can actually be more expensive or financially limiting in the long run if you spend all your time learning or running the tech instead of creating and selling the content, which is the core of your business, right? So if you reach a point in your business where you've grown so much that one person can't handle all the work involved, then it makes sense to hire someone else to take over certain tasks so that you can focus on growing the business. So that's the perfect segue now to talking about the pros and cons of outsourcing. We've just run through some thoughts on the DIY option. So now let's explore what's good and bad about hiring out your tech tasks. So pro number one to outsourcing, it's more efficient. Funny, right? Because that's the same number one pro we just listed for do it yourself. But the difference here is how comfortable are you with operating your tech platforms? If you reach a point where you know what to do and how to do it, If you've survived the learning curve and now you know the ins and outs of your platform, then yes, it's more efficient to log in and take care of issues yourself, especially if they're small tasks. But if you aren't comfortable or confident in all the inner workings of a platform, you're going to spend far more time figuring it out than a platform expert will have to spend doing that same task. So here's a tip. Figure out which platforms you want to run yourself and which you want to outsource. This is kind of a hybrid model. It's a cross between DIY and hiring out, which is actually what most people do in online business. So for example, I'm confident in my Kajabi skills. So I'm inside Kajabi nearly every day, either building something new or checking stats or tweaking sales pages, you name it. But when it comes to using something like Cloudflare, which is used to connect a custom domain to a Kajabi site, I'm not as confident in using Cloudflare because I don't do it very often. So I will outsource that task to someone else for myself and for my clients. Now, somebody who really knows the details of Cloudflare can do things a lot more quickly than I can. Google Analytics, that's another area that's not my best forte. So I hired someone to help me set up my Google Analytics so that I can analyze things now, but I wasn't as confident in my ability to set up what needed to be analyzed in the first place. I know how to use daily tools in my tech stack like ConvertKit, ThriveCart, eWebinar, Zapier. But for tools that need a specialized setup only on occasion, that I'm going to outsource because it's more efficient for me to hire somebody else to do a task that I need done, say, three times a year than it is to spend weeks riding the learning curve for a task I only do three times a year. So figure out which tools you need to tap into daily. And consider getting good at those tools, or at least at the tasks that you're going to do inside those tools on a regular basis. And then for any tasks or tools that are less frequently needed, outsourcing might be more efficient. Okay, number two, the pros of outsourcing. Along the lines we've just talked about, consider that outsourcing also frees you up to scale. I mentioned earlier that one of the cons of DIY is that it can limit your ability to grow, because as your business gets bigger, you're going to reach a point where one person can't do all the things. And that means outsourcing is going to become a necessity if you hope to reach new levels of success. Here at the Inspire Business, I outsource several ongoing tasks that I'm capable of doing myself, but I don't have the time to do it myself or the interest, really. I'd rather pay somebody else to handle certain aspects of my business so that I can focus on the tasks and the strategies that serve my clients well and bring more clients in the door. One of those areas right now is Pinterest marketing. Could I spend time keeping up with the evolving trends on Pinterest and make my own pins and schedule them into Tailwind? Yes, but that takes time and it takes energy. And I'd rather spend that time and energy on coaching my members in the funnel club or coming up with new training presentations, which is something that only I can do in my business. Anybody with Pinterest skills can run Pinterest for me, but not just anybody can coach my members on, for example, how to create a webinar that converts without compromising your integrity, right? That kind of content is my sweet spot. And it's why people come to me for help. It's what makes the inspired business, the inspired business. The goal is to free myself up to work in my sweet spot and to hire other people to work in theirs so that together we become a stronger and more efficient, more effective business. Okay, so number three in the pros of outsourcing is you might get better quality results. I say might because this depends entirely on your level of skill with any given task or any given platform. So let's say, for example, you're creating a sales page and design is not your strong suit. Well, you could use a template. It's not at all impossible to DIY, even if you're not a designer. But what if you're terrible at writing sales copy? It's harder to find an effective template for that. So maybe by outsourcing to someone who's skilled in that area, you'll end up with a sales page that actually converts far better than the one that you would have created yourself. So do consider your own skill set in deciding whether or not outsourcing might serve you better than DIY for certain tasks. All right, now, let's talk about the cons of outsourcing. Couple of cons for outsourcing. Number one, of course, is cost. That is the top consideration. Will it be cheaper for you to design your own product, build your own sales funnel, run your own ads? Yes, it will be cheaper. But if outsourcing any aspect of your business will actually lead to better results, like we talked about a minute ago, then you're actually saving yourself money and potentially earning more money by inviting the experts to do what they do for the benefit of your business. If you are going to DIY a sales page that doesn't convert, you're left with no sales. But if you hire an expert to create that sales page and it converts at let's say 10%, then you've got money coming in and clients to serve. Because remember, these are not just numbers we're talking about here. That 10% conversion rate translates to real people whose lives are impacted by your product whose lives are transformed by your product, by your content and your encouragement. So if the biggest con of outsourcing is cost, I'd say the biggest con of DIY is also cost. It's the cost of losing out on serving people well because you didn't have the skills or the knowledge to create the product or the sales page or the email sequence that's going to lead to a sale because that sale is a customer. That's a life changed. And so that too comes at a cost. So I'd like to say that outsourcing is simply a math equation. How much does it cost to hire someone to do a task? Then how many sales do you need to make in order to cover the cost of that hiring? And then create a plan to make that many sales plus more in order to generate a profit. All right. Finally, the cons of outsourcing. There's one more potential con that I need to discuss. I wish I didn't have to. I didn't wish I didn't have to mention this, but my experience tells me that I'd be doing you a disservice if I didn't talk about it here. And that con is that sometimes outsourcing fails. Sometimes you hire somebody you had a lot of hope in. They were supposed to be an expert. Maybe they even made a lot of promises, but they aren't able to generate the results that you need. I've made poor investments in coaches, in Facebook ads managers, And while their results let me down, I do still take ownership of the decision, my decision to hire them in the first place. So we're not about playing the blame game. And quite honestly, sometimes, especially in the case of hiring a coach or purchasing a program, sometimes the fault is our own because we don't follow through on the homework. So there's that consideration. But just know that there will be times when it's possible that hiring someone else to do a job for you results in a loss and not a win. And that is unfortunately just part of doing business. But God uses it. He allows it in the first place. So we can trust that he's gonna teach us something valuable through those discouragements. And quite honestly, the losses make the wins all that much sweeter. So I hope this was helpful today. As a reminder, if you wanna go the DIY route, my coaching group, The Funnel Club, is a great place to learn and grow. You can figure out how to DIY with somebody to hold your hand through it. And we have a lot of fun in that group. We've got regular training sessions on various aspects of creating and selling digital products through sales funnels. And we've got tons of opportunities to post questions on whatever you're working on specifically. And I'm happy to come in there and provide insight and feedback on a regular basis. Or if you're not a DIYer and you would rather outsource, did you know that at the Inspired Business... We offer custom build services, particularly for Kajabi products and funnels, but we can work in other platforms as well. So check out the inspiredbusiness.co slash custom for more details on our custom builds or visit the inspiredbusiness.co slash funnel club for details on our coaching program and I'll provide links to those pages in today's show highlights as well. So I'm so glad you were here to listen today. Thank you so much for sticking with me and I'm going to look forward to chatting with you next week. Have a great one. Well, everyone, I am so grateful that you chose to tune into the Inspired Business Podcast today. If this episode blessed you, would you please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to access your favorite shows? When you let other people know that this podcast is worth checking out, that helps me to help more people like you and me, content creators, to serve people, to earn money that's God-honoring, and to change the world with our content. That's what we're all about here at The Inspired Business. And I am so glad that we're walking this out together. I'll see you next time.